Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, you're back for today's episode. We are talking all about my top three sales trends or predictions for 2020. So I'm super excited to share this with you. And if you've been around me for a while, these might not be super surprising, but they still might be unexpected. And so great reminders for all of us, no matter where we are in our business, especially if you are having some kind of personal contact, I want to make sure that you stick around for this episode because we are talking all about the differentiators gosh, that's a tongue twister, three things. So not this huge laundry list because I truthfully was about to brainstorm a list of 20 because I like my alliteration, 20 for 2020. I thought, no, I'm going to make this as simple as possible so that you don't get stuck on what's keeping you from really making the big moves in 2020. And I'm going to stake my claim and say, these are my top three trends, my sales predictions that will set you up for success in the coming year and dare I say, even the coming decade. So stay tuned. This is a juicy one. So sales trends. And I know this time of year, depending on when you are listening to this, I mean, end of the year, beginning of the year, we always come up with New Year's resolutions and trends and predictions and like Pantone's color of the year and all of these things. We want something fresh and new and exciting, which is great, except doesn't always have to be that way, right? And so what I want us to think about is a little bit old school. It's going back to the drawing board in a lot of respects. And the reason why I'm sharing this is because the way that I built my business in an online space with a lot of digital marketers kind of flooding the arena was quite unconventional at the time. Gosh, this is now, you know, three, almost four years ago when I started this journey. And it's still it still resonates today. And so what I wanted to be able to share is these three things because I want to keep it as simple as possible for you. And this requires like such little tech stuff, such little complication that literally anybody, anybody can do this. If you are an expert, you run your own business, whether you have a team or not, it does not matter. This is universally applicable across the field and it is going to level the playing game so that you are going to be able to do more with less and make more impact, right? Who doesn't love that? So number one, I say this time and time again, but I want to reiterate it because I think it's so super important, especially as we head into a brand new decade, be a human, be a human. And I know that you're thinking, Susan, well, that's the obvious. I'm a hu- I know I'm a human. So what exactly are you getting at? What I'm getting at is don't forget that you are a human. Don't hide behind a brand or your voice or your image or your ego or the stuff that you create because none of that really matters. You are the thing that matters. People buy from people. Even if there's a click of a button or a phone call, like something that needs to happen where 
there's not a heck of a lot of human interaction, to be honest. There's a lot of times where we are just making purchases simply by buying. But at the end of the day, more and more, especially as we go into the new year and a whole new way of thinking for a lot of folks, we're craving the things that speaks of simpler times. When we knew the people that we did business with, when there were lots of handshake deals that would still happen. Back in the day, I'm going to date myself, when I started in the business world, we didn't quite have it there, but it was very, very close. There were a lot of times where I would make a deal with a client based on a handshake, based on their word and a promise that they would fulfill. And yes, we had all the paperwork and all that stuff after the fact, but but their word was their bond. And that's the thing is that when you are a human and you trust in the other human being and you remember that first and foremost, we are people, we are people. And regardless of whether you're selling business to business, so B2B or B2C, business to consumer, at the end of the transaction, there is an interaction that you are having with a human being. And as you continue to automate your business, and that's going to happen in step, my prediction number three, it's really important that you don't forget and you don't lose sight of the fact that there is a human being on the other end of the transaction, of the interaction. And it's as much as you can possibly make it, you want to make sure that you share that humanness with them. So how does that look? The easiest way is to share your story. Share your story, share the stories of your customers, of the people that you represent, the people that you work with, the people that you want to work with. We relate to each other by stories. It's one of the oldest methods of us being able to communicate with one another, and it's why so many different societies across the world have lived and, and stood the test of time with their cultures, with their histories. Because remember, the whole definition of history is his story, right? Story is embedded in the term history. Our histories are formulated on the backbone of individual stories that have been strung together. So your business is no different with, with regards to how you're going to be able to create that connection and that relationship with your customers. It's based one story at a time. And when you think back to when we were little kids, who doesn't love a good story? It's the stories that we remember, right? It's those moments that kind of stand out to us. And so even if you're teaching, when you're teaching something to someone, it's always more impactful. It becomes more important, but it also resonates more emotionally with us. And it's something that we remember when you tie it into a story. When you're able to remember, gosh, like those fairy tales that we were read to as kids before bedtime. My dad used to read to us every single night when we were little, before we could read, and even after we read. And it was one of my favorite moments of all time, simply because my parents worked a lot. They were business owners, they were entrepreneurs, and they had a brick and mortar store. So it wasn't very common that we would be able to spend a lot of time together. We had dinner time, and that didn't happen every single day and we had bedtime. And I remember treasuring the moments when my dad was able to sit and read to my sister and I, because we shared a bed for a long time. And that is the power of being human. And our stories are how we connect to one another. So that ties into number two, my prediction number two, which is make it personal, create a connection. So what does this mean? It means that we want to know that we're not just a number. 
right? So it ties and piggybacks off of my prediction number one, which is more and more people want to make a personal connection, that they want to know the human behind the brand, behind the, the image, behind the logo. And if you can make it personal by sharing those stories, but also thinking about how do you create a connection with your customers? Are there things that you can do that are unscalable? So I'll share a story, an example with you. When I um, first started in my business, and even now, I'm always looking for ways to entertain and delight my, my clients. So a lot of times, it's unscalable. One of my mentors sent me uh, a care package when I joined his program. And I remember everybody else in the group was getting so excited because they were waiting. As soon as somebody got their first one and they had posted to say, oh my gosh, I got this. What a wonderful experience. What a wonderful way to say welcome. Welcome to the community and thank you for making the purchase with a thank you card that was automated. We're going to talk about that in my next prediction, but it was automated and yet it still felt so personal to receive this additional thing this added little memento. So it was brownies and it was a thank you card. Um, and it was wonderful. It was being recognized. It was being able to say, hey, I see you. I know you. Thank you. And being able to do that. Now, what does this look like in your business? Could you do something as simple as sending out uh, birthday cards? or a birthday email, a coupon on their anniversary date or when they joined your list? Is it a matter of just shouting out to your subscribers, your community, your customers to say, thanks so much, you know, John, for being our 100th purchase. Like, thank you so much. Could it be as simple as doing something like that? Could you send out video welcome messages? So that's one of the things that I did for my community and I need to revisit and, and roll that back in because I loved doing it. I've done it for welcoming people onto master classes where they're coming to join me and to make sure that they're excited to come and attend and to learn so that I can teach and to say thank you for taking the time to register. And I love to be able to see you there. Do you have a question I can answer? So I want you to think about the things that you're going to be able to do that will allow you to get the deeper into knowing who your customers are, into becoming, dare I say it, friends. And I'm using air quotes because if you're introverted, you may be thinking or cringing like, oh, Susan, I don't want to be friends with my customers. Well, I'm going to say that if you're here, chances are you're already partway there because <laughs> you're doing this business because you care about humans. You care about the people that you help right? You want what's best for them. And that is, for me at least, the foundation of a really good friendship. You're getting to know people that you want to help, that you're doing something for, that you're bettering their life. And as a result, they're going to be in your life adding value back, right? Even if it's just to say, thank you for putting this together. Here's how you changed my life. Here's my before and after. Here's what I've been able to do now because you created this program or because you invented this service or because you made this product and now I no longer have to worry about my hair being um, damaged and out of control. These are all ways that we transform our business and our, our, our clients' lives through our business. So Think about how you today can create a deeper, more personal connection. Are you missing some information? Because you might be, and that's okay. Go and ask. 
just ask them, ask, do a survey. These are ways that you have access to information if you only just take one additional step and do the thing that is hard for the masses out there to do consistently. It doesn't take much, but I'm going to tell you that when you take the time to create this personal connection, to go a little bit deeper than just the surface level, you stand out. And imagine if you just did that over and over again, how much more you would delight your existing customers so that they will go out and bring you more customers. Because guess what happens when people are happy with what you've done? They share they tell, and they want other people to experience the same thing that they have. So you create an army of ambassadors for your own business. So that's number two. Number three, my last sales prediction trend that I see happening for 2020 and beyond. So we've talked about the personal side, right? Be a human, go deeper. Don't lose sight of the fact that there's real, real life people and, and conversations and relationships that can happen through the course of your business. The last part is how do you do all this and not simply be exhausted, right? Because going that extra mile can take more time. It can take more effort. This is where I want you to use automations strategically and selectively. So what does that look like? Because I'm sure you're thinking right now, well, wait a second. How the heck am I being personal and deepening relationships? And now you want me to use automations? Like, isn't that the complete opposite of personal and connected? Well, yes and no. Here's the, the wonderful thing about automations. Automations allow us to do more things with more people, but yet still make it feel like it's personalized, right? So email communication is one of them. Now, Hear me out because you might be cringing on the other line here, and I know because I felt the same way, but at the end of the day, you cannot shy away from emails. As a business owner, it is by and large the biggest platform in terms of return on your effort and return on your investment. So you can't ignore the possibilities with email marketing and email automations in particular if you are running a business that wants to grow and scale. It is a way for you to be able to do it strategically and with intention, right? That is going to allow you to selectively be purposeful and professional while creating a personal connection with the people that you want. So what does this look like? Well, remember I had shared with you, like if you're missing information, go and send out surveys. You do that through an email automation. You can ask people to select certain things and be able to tag them or to indicate that they're interested in this or that. Well, guess what happens? Then you are creating conversations that are much more personalized to the thing that they're interested in learning about. And when that happens, people are more likely to respond because instead of being treated like just a mass market number, you actually are taking the time. Now, the reason why this goes wrong is because you ask for all this information over and over and over again, and I have been guilty of doing this too, and you don't do anything with it because that is annoying. Are you with me? Anybody else feel this way? When you keep getting asked the same thing over and over again, and you're wondering, didn't you just listen to me? Like, didn't I already answer this for you? What's going on? So you want to make sure that when you automate certain things around 
data collection, around surveying, around information gathering, around being able to identify what are specific preferences that you honor those wishes and that you actually take the time to listen. The other part here is to think about what can you automate that will help you to increase relationship currency. So I've given you some examples here already, but what I want you to think about when I say relationship currency is does this automation allow me to further the relationship? Does it allow me to learn more about the people that I wanna serve? And how could I use it to do that if it doesn't currently? Like, is there that ability? Is there a way for me to know more? Is there a way for me to serve better? Is there a way for me to go deeper with the information that I already have access to? That will up your relationship currency and allow you to have better, deeper communications with the people that you already are trying to serve. The other piece that this can do around automations is it can provide you with more time to focus on what you actually can't automate. So what can't you automate? Because first you want to automate and then you want to delegate. Some stuff you aren't going to be able to automate or delegate. It's you. So those are the things that you want to think about and say, does this allow me to provide some more personalized attention? So as an example, I can't automate or delegate my personalized video messages that I send out to clients. Now I can automate part of this. I can automate the collection of the emails. I can automate the information that I know about the people that I'm collecting those emails for, such as maybe their first name, maybe they're even their place of uh, location, right? Like where they actually live or where they are right now. Um, those things can be automated and put into a spreadsheet. There's wonderful things like Zapier and all these Autobot thingies. That is not my zone of genius. So I'm not going to dig into that with any length of depth. But what I want you to understand is that for me, I have automated what I can automate and I've delegated the other stuff so that this piece that I feel is really impactful for my business to continue the conversations, to continue the relationships, I am going to leave this for me. But the automation has gone on in the background to allow me the space and the time to be able to focus on this intentional activity to deepen the relationships that I want to have. So where can you use automations in a more strategic and specific way so that you can be intentional with your effort, your time, and your focus in areas that are going to create more bang for your buck, especially around the first two predictions that I shared, which is really, they're two sides of the same coin. It's about going deeper, more personal, more connected, to be able to make sure that your people know, like, and trust you truly as a human first, not as a brand, not as a business, not as a logo, and not as a signature program. Those are all great. They're important to have. But at the foundation, at the core, you are a human trying to connect with another wonderful, beautiful human on this earth. And regardless of whether or not they buy your products or services, they are also connected to more wonderful, amazing, beautiful humans on this earth that you could also be helping. And never lose sight of the fact that those are human beings and that they are not walking email addresses or uh, dollar signs or just numbers being added to the vast majority of audiences that we are all focusing on. It is one-to-one, people-to-people, 
heart to heart. And I hope this episode was helpful for you. If right now you're struggling and thinking, I have to do all of these massive, crazy things in order to make my business leapfrog forward into the new decade. This is my prediction. So this time next year, I might be wrong, but I don't think I am because been around the block a few different times. And I know that this is something that I've been craving. My community have been craving. Maybe you have been craving. I'd love to hear from you. If this resonates, head on over to my podcast page and let me know your thoughts. Is this in line with what you're predicting you're going to want to do more of in 2020 and beyond? Is this something that you're focusing on doubling down on in your business is creating more personalized approaches, more personalized connections, more touch points with who you are as a human and being able to share more of your story and the story of those whose lives that you transform. I'd love to be able to hear from you and give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you on the other side. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. Go ahead and hit subscribe and leave us a review in case you haven't had an opportunity to do that. It allows us to help so many more people if you are able to share and let us know how we're doing in your neck of the woods. And if you haven't already joined my waitlist for Sales Mastery Society, my exclusive community where I share way more information like you've been enjoying here on this podcast. What are you waiting for? The doors are going to be opening up soon and I am super excited to be celebrating your success next. You could be just like some of my clients inside of the community where we have been celebrating brand new clients, $195,000 in sales in two days, being able to exceed incomes left behind with jobs from being a professor and all other kinds of wins that have been so, so amazing to be able to celebrate. Grab your seat. The link is below and we will see you on the other side. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time. Thank you.